You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that just recently swept the awards and has been greenlit for a fifth, <laughs> sixth, and seventh season. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's get into our award-winning opening segment, Check It Out. Check it out! Remix. <laughs> Have you guys played the game Among Us? I've been seeing a lot, a lot of people playing Among Us. I haven't had a chance to sit down with it though. It is it. It looks like like a werewolf situation. Yeah, it's like, it's like a werewolf town of Salem kind of thing, except there's a little bit of actual gameplay to it. Oh, that's cool. Like uh, when you're not the imposter. You have to run around doing tasks and stuff to fill up this bar. Okay, so backtrack for just a second. What yeah. is the main premise of the game? So it's it's a it's a social deduction game where one of the players or more, depending on who made the room or whatever, uh, is an imposter, and you have to. And you're like spacemen on a spaceship, right? A spaceship, a sky platform, or some kind of mining planet. Okay, but you're you're tiny spacemen and someone's an imposter. Yes, yes, yes. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, basically, the imposter's job is to kill everyone to win. Okay. And the crewmate's job is to fill up the task bar. So you're running around like fixing wiring and things like that. Mm, mm-hmm. And then uh, the imposter can sabotage things, like cause a reactor meltdown. And you have to run around and deactivate the reactor or something. Okay, so you're so if you're the imposter, you're going around sabotaging things while also trying to not be found out as being the imposter. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And when you're the imposter, you have a list of fake tasks, mm-hmm. so you can run look like you're doing something. Okay. Uh, but you know, there's all kinds of things like there's a security room, and you can like watch security cameras, and if somebody's doing that. You might get caught killing somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a couple of ways you can call a, a meeting to discuss and vote. So there's a button in the main room or whatever, and if somebody hits it, it calls an emergency meeting. Uh, or if somebody's running around and finds a dead body, you can report the dead body. Mm-hmm. And then the class trial uh, begins. Pretty much. <laughs> Staying pretty much. <laughs> and that's awesome. So this is... Um... This is played with other humans. It's not a, uh, a one-player game. Yeah. That's right. Okay. No, no. All right. Uh, what uh, what systems can you play this on? Where where can you find this thing? Uh, PC or mobile. Oh, okay. Oh, it's I mobile. Didn't, really? No, there was a mobile version. Interesting. Oh yeah, the mobile version's free. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, the the servers are just awful. Yeah, with the amount of people that have been playing this game, I've been seeing a lot of like YouTube or not YouTube, but a lot of Twitch streamers jumping on the Among Us bandwagon. I imagine it's if one Twitch streamer is a hundred other non-Twitch yeah. st- regular players, 
then I can imagine that the servers are just getting completely inundated yeah, at this point. They're probably doing the best they can with the servers, I'm assuming. This is like a Fall yeah, Guys like, situation yeah. a little bit. Yeah, this is like a small group. I don't think they expected the game to be as big as it is. Sure. And the thing is, I didn't even know about it until I saw like a meme yeah, I've been I've started seeing memes. I've started seeing people do cosplay of it already. I have not seen that. Yeah, there's a few out there. Because the guys more or less look like the Fall Guys beans. They just have spaceman helmets. Yeah. Yeah. And jetpacks, kinda. Yeah, they got like little backpacks, they're, like colored blobs with like a visor face. Mm-hmm. And then you can get like like you can change your color and you can wear like a fancy hat and there's like a little thing like that. Oh, nice. So how many times have you been the imposter and have you been found out? I am found out every time. Oh. <laughs> I, am, I am a terrible imposter. <laughs> uh, I played one night and like this one guy, he was the imposter and he was so good at like talking circles and like throwing blame on other people. Like, <laughs> like, like this dude must be like a, real, a legit real lawyer or something. This game sounds like a social anxiety nightmare to me. I've have no interest in this at all. <laughs> yeah, also, or I'm like a, a very bad liar. <laughs> That's the thing. It's not face to face, so That's it's true. not quite like werewolf. You know, just sometimes it just it just like you'll be like running around, and then someone will start following you around the map or whatever, and it starts making you nervous. <laughs> like at one point, this guy like just stalking me everywhere I was going, and I'm like, uh. Uh, so I ran back to the room and I hit the, the emergency meeting button. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, Pink is following me and he will stop. We need to have a house meeting about this. Also, they they ate all my yogurt in the fridge. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. This. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a really great game. So uh, yeah, I might uh, knowing that it's I free mean, on mobile, I might have to uh, I might have to jump on this one. It'd be a lot more fun if the servers weren't so bad. Because half the time I click on something, it either says I logged out oh. or the the room I picked was full. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Well, you know what? Give them another week or two, and they'll probably have it sorted out to where it's a little more stable. Uh, that would be my guess. Or it'll yeah, stop being the the hot the hot item thing. Scene. Yeah, yeah. I actually heard I mean, today that they were gonna do a sequel, but since that one's so hot right now, they're just gonna fix up the first one. That's... They canceled the sequel. Oh really? Yeah. Oh I heard wow. That too, yeah. Okay. Cool. You hear that blizzard? You should have done that instead of Overwatch Two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I played on like it was like Friday night or something, mm, mm. Or something. I can't remember. but it was like I was on Discord with a bunch of my LARP friends. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I can see it being a lot of fun with people that you know, but I, I would be terrified to play it with Steam randos. <laughs> just random match into, into somewhere and have someone follow you around? Yeah, or just like, I don't know, say a bunch of terrible things because it's some <laughs> Steam rando. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is a, uh, a community filter for the text. Mm. Oh, you're, yeah. you're not required to use voice chat? No. Oh, I figured you would be. Oh, that might be better then. Yeah, but the type, especially on the mobile, is awful. Oh yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's uh, switch gears to another uh, check. I can do one. I played a little bit of the Mario 3D All Stars. 
I've played a lot of it of it. Yeah. I have opinions. Well, this is the perfect place to get into them. I'll <laughs> I'll tell you my opinions. I wish they would have done more with it because it's just kinda it's alright. Yeah. It's just kinda there. That's basically yeah, that's how I feel. Like I wish they would have taken less time putting soundtracks that turn your switch into a gigantic mp3 player <laughs> that no one is going to yeah, use that only plays mario music yeah no, that, who, nobody asked for that yeah, nobody's like, gonna do yeah. that if if it had bluetooth headphone technology someone might use use it every once in a while it's not the probably the best way to go about handling your music but it could be possible just put your stuff on spotify like other game companies yeah do. yeah but uh, the, if they would have spent a little less time on that and a little more time kind of cleaning up some of their older games, I would be a little more enthused about it. As of right now, I'll play through them when I get the chance, but it's not a hot ticket kind of got to blow through it right now kind of thing. Yeah, the thing that gets me is like, that's not the definitive version of these games. No, it's not. Like, the controls in in Sunshine are fine they're passable mm-hmm. but you still you lose something without that analog control for the the strength of the water spray so yeah it's not the best version of that game you could play the controls in galaxy are gross oh yeah the using the finger like yeah. when you're playing on uh, handheld mode yeah you have to use the touch screen instead of the pointer like with the wiimote and it's bad it's yeah awful yeah i'm sure it's better if you play it on the tv and use the the Joy-Con as the pointer is probably a lot more like the original, I guess. I'm sure it's a little more like the original, but I don't like... I mean, I like playing the games on the TV, but I don't like doing, like, the dual Joy-Con thing. I like having the controller if I'm playing on the TV, because that was the problem I ran into with um, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, where you had to throw it. Oh, yeah. Physically throw it instead of instead oh, of just I clicking a button. That. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, Mario 64... It they could have done so much more to clean up. They could have made it widescreen. They could have, or at the very least, put a border around yeah. the four by three frame instead of just having it be dead black space. They could have cleaned up the textures a little bit. Although I know some people would have complained that it wasn't authentic to the original. They could have done something to fix the camera a little bit because yeah. that camera is. That camera is the real villain of yeah. Mario 64. And it always was. Yeah. It's just when you do a, a well, not a remaster, because this is not a remaster. No. But when you do like a, a reissue of this on a newer system, it should be the definitive version of that game. But they're they're not better. They're not even as good as playing yeah. on the original when Mario, system. When Nintendo put out the original All-Star pack for the Super Nintendo... They up they up resed they redid the graphics on all of those games that they included Mario one two three and Lost Levels. They redid the whole sprite package, and I mean, granted, it's much easier to do that on a two D game on a Super Nintendo yeah. going from Nintendo to Super Nintendo than it would be for a three D game. But I don't know, clean up a couple of those of those glossy JPEGs yeah. here and there, and or, or like add something something anything uh, give me a concept art gallery yeah it's anything yeah it's bad when you can get three crash bandicoot games that are remastered to look gorgeous mm-hmm. for 
not even full price for 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I know the Mario games are leaps and bounds better than Crash Bandicoot, but the value proposition there is ridiculous. Like, they could have at least, you know, tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what made me the most... Well, okay. This is the only thing that actually actively made me mad about this game. When they announced it on that uh, Mario Direct, whatever... They talked about how, oh, yeah, if you do, you know, for Mario's 35th anniversary, we're going to have all of these cool games and things that you're going to do on our website and things. If you do all these games and pre-order the Mario pack, you'll get a set of pins yeah, they, for free. They ran out of the pins. They ran like out of minutes. pins in two minutes. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. That made me that made me mad. <laughs> yeah, you woke me up in the middle of the night like. They ran out of the pins. I'm so mad. Yeah. <laughs> like he literally did. Uh, just this is just kind of a letdown. Like it's not a bad package. It's no, I mean it's 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 perfectly passable. It it would be like if they were to put like they're eventually going to put Ocarina on top of time on the Switch. It's going to happen, right? You know. I mean, you Zelda, know what? Zelda's, I know it. Zelda's thirty. Zorak know what? Brack know it. Yeah. But. When they do that, they should really. I would almost rather they put the 3DS, uh, 3DS remake. version remake onto it because that is the definitive edition. That was cleaned up. That was yeah, kind of remastered yeah. a little bit. If somebody yeah. asked me what version of Ocarina should I play, I would say the 3DS one is your best bet. And absolutely the 3DS version of Majora's Mask because that was gorgeous. Yeah. What they did with that. That could be a controversial opinion. Really. Some people aren't happy with that Majora's Mask remake for really? some reason. Oh, that's weird. I forget why. I think they changed some stuff that probably made it easier. Oh, that's, this is probably what probably it is. Probably, because Majora's Mask, some of the bits were, like, very different. I, I remember the uh, the ghost the ghost hunting thing, where it, they're abducting cows. I remember that being incredibly difficult. It can be a tedious game. Too. Yeah. And the, uh, the was it the Kefka? The, the Kefa side quest? I don't remember. The the grown man that was turned into a child and you have to go through like all three days basically babysitting because he goes and does a thing and does five other things. <laughs> and you got to be at the right place at the right at time. At the exact the time. right time all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And they have that notebook in the 3DS one that keeps track of where everybody is. Oh, and, see, that's yeah. wonderful. That would be Kefka. the only... That, Final Fantasy character? Kefka was a Final Fantasy yeah. villain. But I can't remember what the guy's name. It starts with a K and it ends with an A, so that's what my brain defaults to. I don't know. Like, I kind of want, I I want a, like a Zelda collector's edition or whatever. Oh I sure, kinda... I would be cool with that. I would be cool with them putting all of the uh, originals on Switch. I you can already play one, two. You can already play one, two, and three. Yeah. Or one, two, and uh, link to the link past. to the past, which is three, I guess. You can already play yeah. those, and that's cool. And Link's Awakening, if you play the remake, which is oh very yeah, good. and that's very good. Yes, yes, yes. That was very good. But they'll, they'll probably—I mean, Zelda's 35th anniversary is next year, so they'll probably do like they did with Mario. That's when they'll announce so. uh, Breath of the Wild two, or yeah. they'll release or more information on Breath of the Wild two. I'm actually get, getting a little excited for um, the calamity of whatever. Age of Calamity, oh, the the, the halfway the halfway step one, the prequel. Age of Calamity. Age of Calamity. Uh, Warriors yeah. Two. Age of Calamity. Yeah, I'm kind of into think. into that. Yeah. 
mean, Spaceballs, the game. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, I mean, it's a new game that that is Nintendo related, so that's good because mm-hmm. we don't get those anymore, apparently. I guess not, unless you like Kirby Fighters. Or, or well, no, Pikmin isn't new. That's what Pikmin, Pikmin isn't new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a remake of an old game. Arms. Has that was a game. launch game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, if they made a new game, like, even if it was a new Mario game, that'd be nice. Just a new game. Yeah. Oh, remaster. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's not a remaster or an, a Wii U game that they're re-releasing on the Switch. <laughs> Although, at least Mario 3D World does have new levels. So Yeah, that's, that's good at that's least. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't they put, like, some, some new content in Mario 64? I watched a video that said they originally had planned, like, 30-some levels, and then they narrowed it down to 13. Oh, Luigi's in there. <laughs> and Yeah, yeah, they left. They put Luigi. There's all kinds of stuff they added in the, the DS remake of I was going to say, they should have put the DS version where you had all four. You can switch between the four characters. Yeah. That would have been awesome. And then you could play it with an analog stick, because the DS didn't have an analog stick, and that really... Hurt that game. Yeah. So why not remaster that and have it work correctly? <laughs> and and let me play as my boy Wario. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the only time Wario has appeared in a like mainline Mario game. With the exception of the Mario Land Two, where he was the villain. Well, no, that was that was by a different uh, R and a different. R&D oh, that's team right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was by the Game Boy team. That's right. Mimoto wasn't directly involved. He doesn't seem to like characters that he didn't create himself. So stuff like oh. Waluigi and Wario get well, nobody, sidelined. Well, nobody likes Waluigi. <laughs> I mean, I like Waluigi. Everyone likes Waluigi. But no one of importance at M- Nintendo likes Waluigi. Oh. I don't know. I've just been really... Really, kind of disappointed with Nintendo's output lately. It's just not there. The honest, honestly, what I think is happening, I think Nintendo is developing a Switch Pro edition, and they're kind of holding back any of as many of their first-party games as they can for the Switch Pro edition. That could be that could that could run 4K and has longer battery life and. A couple of little other quality of life adjustments, Bluetooth headset connectivity, because that's something it sorely needs. I have a feeling that's why we're not seeing a bunch of uh, first party Nintendo stuff. They're in kind of a holding pattern. And being really lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and COVID. I think COVID has a lot to COVID do has with also it. done a lot of. Yeah. COVID has that's hurt true. Nintendo a lot more than I think we, we kind of realize. Yeah. I, I think a new Switch would be a good idea, being that it's about console generation Switch time, mm. and it's it's gonna the Switch is gonna start looking worse and worse over time. That gap between the Switch call, uh, quality and console quality yeah. is gonna get rougher and rougher as time goes on. It is, it is, and I would say by this time next year we're gonna be talking about. I mean, they're gonna. They will be the last ones into this next generation of consoles, but I think this time next year we'll be talking about either having we'll either have a release date or we'll be talking about how we just got ours. Our GameCube twos. (laughs) 
that's the big curveball. They're going to release a new GameCube. <laughs> the Game Rhombus. The, game- <laughs> the NES 2. <laughs> Wii 64. Nintendo Wii Cube 64. Super Nintendo Wii Cube 64. <laughs> They'll call it the Revolution Dolphin. <laughs> Advance. Advance, yes. The <laughs> no, knowing Nintendo, they'll call it the new Nintendo <laughs> Switch <laughs> to make things extra confusing. No, they'll just call it the Famicom and just release it in America. Yeah. <laughs> uh. They couldn't come up with a more confusing naming scheme than Xbox did. Oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> did they. The Whoa. Xbox Series X, Series S, X. Series. Mm-hmm. We've been uh, getting really good use out of our Shutter subscription. Okay, yeah. Because uh, they've been doing the 61 days of Halloween. They, they started Halloween in September. <laughs> started a little early. Okay, right on. Uh, like you should. I mean, why not? Hey, this year, no rules, just right. <laughs> yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they suggest a, a movie to watch every day, which is good when you're like us and you can't make a decision. <laughs> To save your life, and you just have Shudder to tell you, well, hey, maybe try Fade to Black. Okay, how was Fade to Black? It was actually very good. It's like, was it an early 80s movie? I would assume. I think it was like an early 80s movie about a kid who's obsessed with movies and his overbearing aunt that's also his mother. Okay. Uh, and he just, like, ends up killing people it's it's so weird because he like acts out these really like old movie people yeah he's Mm. he's so he's obsessed with movies and he starts yeah like constantly making references to movies that james cagney movies oh really 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 old movies movies. interesting okay yeah and he he changes his name to a character from was it White Heat? I yeah. think in the movie. Oh jeez! And he he does a really killer Dracula cosplay at one point. <laughs> it ends up to a, a point where toward the end he's he's killing people but dressing up as old movie characters when he does it. Oh wow! That's it's, that's kind of wild. wild. Yeah, it's, that sounds kind of wild. I think you would like it. Yeah, it sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has it has the same narrative arc as as Joker, more or less. Oh, really? You're but, like three fourths. They're like, this is Joker. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is it's Joker if if he was obsessed with old movies instead of Robert De Niro talk show. Oh, interesting. Okay, That's who it was in Joker, right? Yeah, Robert, Robert yeah. De Niro. Yeah. Oh, have you speaking of Robert De Niro? Have you heard about the new movie that he's going to be in? <laughs> the War with Grandpa. The War with Grandpa. <laughs> we were just listening to the. Oh, it's the entire episode. It's the entire episode of of uh, my the Bim Bam. They they don't do any questions. They do zero questions the entire episode. The podcast, my brother, my brother, and me. The advice show podcast did an entire episode where that was only their intro, where they talked about. The upcoming Robert De Niro movie, The War with Grandpa. And it looks real bad. It looks really bad. I watched the trailer. It was real bad. It looks really, really bad. Yeah. But no, they spend 45 solid minutes talking about The War with Grandpa. A movie about a grandpa who moves in with his son's family and takes the kid's room 
So the kid is mad and they have a war. They have some kind of war and Jane Seymour's there. <laughs> it looks so bad. <laughs> it looks very, very, very bad. The, the studios are counting on like, there's no other movies you can see. So maybe you'll go see War with Grandpa. Oh, man. Are they get your kids out of the house? Yeah. Oh, there's no movies out and they'll still dump that one in January. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into a little bit of news.
Hey, we're back. That was Let's Dance by David Bowie. Yeah, I, w- I was thinking about uh, Magic Dance from Labyrinth, but then that's not like a full-length song, so we couldn't play that. So, you know, Let's Dance is, is pretty close. It's close enough. It's close enough. Hey, do you know what is uh, is is like Labyrinth? But, but not quite, but close enough? The Dark Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so let's get into a little bit of our news. news <laughs> yeah so uh, to start things off we're going to talk a little bit about the netflix series dark crystal age of resistance and how it uh couldn't quite resist the uh the axe it got cut after one season which is a little hasty for netflix honestly they usually do at least two before they usually they do two cancel a show. yeah whether it's good or not <laughs> it's usually two seasons and that's a kind of a shame because Dark Crystal won a lot of awards. Yeah, it's it sweeped the Emmys, I'm told. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't watched a ton of it. I've seen a a couple clips here and there, and it but it looked really good, and it looked uh, of high quality of the Jim Henson company quality that we come to know and love. I it was one of those where like I'm gonna sit down, and I'm gonna watch the movie, and then I'm gonna get into this. And then I forgot, and then well, and now it's dead. <laughs> well, I mean, you can always go back. Yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I'm really, it must be, it's probably very expensive. That's probably my guess as well. That it's a little, little expensive to to do. Yeah. But Netflix has this thing it does where it cancels a show after two seasons because they don't need the people who have already subscribed. They need to convince new people to subscribe with exciting new content. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it goes. It's down to the algorithm, watching yep. what you're watching. Like, Add new thing, doesn't matter if people still like old thing. We already have your credit card number, and you're not going to remember to unsubscribe. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of it. <laughs> but no, this is kind of a bummer. I uh, Well, like I said, it's not going to go anywhere, and I mean, if the Walt Disney company owns the Henson stuff now, so it might end up over on Disney plus. Maybe. I don't know. Do they own dark crystal though? I know they own the Muppets. Jim Henson. If they bought, you know, that's a good question. If they bought the Henson company, they own dark, dark crystal because Jim Henson bought that movie back from his, um, the people who originally funded it like lock stock and barrel because they wanted to ax it and make a bunch of changes. So if Disney just bought the Muppets, then they just have the Muppets. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They just own the Muppets. Oh, interesting. Well then the Jim Henson company owns the, the, okay. So I thought the Jim Henson company merged with, with Disney in some amorphous blob type situation. The Henson Company only uh, sold the rights to the Muppets and the Bear and the Big Blue House character. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, there we go. I learned something today. <laughs> the Jim Henson Company was sold to a German media company, EMTV and Merchandising. Oh. So yeah, that was a long time. They lost the Muppets for a short time. Oh, really? So yeah, but they got them back and then they ended up selling them to Disney. But yeah, that that is the thing that happened. <laughs> That was back was, in 2000. Was that around the time that they made Muppets from Space? No, it was before then. Okay. That was before 2000, I feel like. Okay. Because, you know, something else I learned this week. The guy who directed Muppets from Space also directed The War with Grandpa. <laughs> oh, no. 
I stand by that Muppets from Space is not bad. It's not as bad. It's probably one of the lesser Muppet movies, but it's not it's not bad. It's not the uh uh Wizard of Oz. Yeah, the Muppet Muppets. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's that. that was pretty rough. That was not a very good one. But uh yeah, it's not upper echelon, but it's certainly not bottom of the barrel. Okay, well let's go ahead and move on to our next topic here. Speaking of Muppets, yeah. Do you guys watch any of the new Muppets? show that's on disney plus no i haven't had a chance to is it good yeah it's pretty good oh cool it's not you know it's not the best muppet stuff but it's not bottom of the barrel okay right on you were laughing pretty hard at that seth rogan interview. Oh, yeah there's the interview they do with with Fozzie bear and seth rogan and there's like you know those creepy baby muppets that they have oh yeah that show up a lot those babies start wandering in <laughs> And just causing chaos while Fozzie's <laughs> trying to interview Seth Rogen. <laughs> that sounds like a Space Ghost bit. It kind of is. It's like one baby comes in carrying a bottle of poison. It's like, what is? what does he have? What is that? Is that poison? <laughs> Take that away from him. <laughs> oh, that's and great. And one baby just keeps saying Seth Rogen's name. He keeps going... Rogan. <laughs> Rogan. Yeah, no, that's a, that's just sounds like a space ghost bit. Seth wow. Like, this baby seems really, uh, really seems to know me and my work, and that, that can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. No, now, is it, um, they're like, it's like short form, isn't it? It's not, uh, it's, it's full length episodes, full length episodes. but they're okay. in little sketches that they do. Um, there's like a cooking show sketch with the Swedish chef. There's oh, of course, a, yeah. There's a lifestyle show with Miss Piggy that is basically a Zoom call with Linda Cardellini, <laughs> like, and and a bit with Tay Diggs that you can tell they filmed it all in one day and then did it in chunks. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> interesting. But no, I, I will have to uh, I'll have to check that out. When I had originally heard that they were going to redo it, and I thought it was just going to be, oh, here's a five minute little thing or something. <laughs> I was like, eh, maybe not. But uh, it's a nice like light show if you would yeah. want something happy. Cool. There's a great bit they do where it's Pepe the King Prawn hosting a game show with Scooter, and he just makes the whole, Pepe just makes the whole thing up as he goes. Oh, that's great. And Scooter's trying to like control it in any aspect and like have it be a functioning game show and like pepe's just making stuff up like oh now what's like one of the things he makes i made them put on makeup yeah he's like now we're gonna put on makeup and see who does that better and like (laughs) wow you know i i don't know i'm i was one of the few that kind of liked the muppets office show that they did I on abc i love that show. it was really good i wish it could have really gone another couple yeah. of seasons if they had had any any um faith in the in the project i thought it, it was really i think it started yeah. rough but it got consistently better it did to the point where it was a really good show well they canceled it <laughs> well like any other office clone it got better the further away it got from being an office clone yeah. because parks and rec started as an office clone <laughs> and then it got good when it started being its own thing and yeah when they were allowed to be more muppet and less the office yeah no yeah when they were doing you know veterinary hospital bits in the hot when while piggy's in the hospital and a bed over they're doing veterinary hospital bits like that's funny that's funny yeah <laughs> that's really funny so <laughs> 
All right. Well, hey, let's move on to our next thing. We've been talking about Marvel, <laughs> we'll talk Disney about stuff. The Muppets all day. If you I, don't stop oh, me. I would. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get a we'll have to get a Muppets light in light. here. Yeah. Press that like the Power Ranger button. But uh, no, um, let's keep talking about some Marvel and uh, Disney related stuff. One good, one bad. Uh, the good. They released a trailer for WandaVision, the upcoming uh, miniseries for Disney Plus, featuring among other characters the Vision and Scarlet Witch, and it looks pretty great. It looks wild. It looks wild. It looks like they're going to be um, kind of half spoofing, half like reality jumping into like a fifties, like various styles of sitcom. There were some shots where it looks like the the Dick Van Dyke Show or like an old Bewitched, black and white Bewitched episode and then it jumps forward into what is clearly a roseanne pastiche yeah you know i learned the other day that bewitched was so popular in japan there is a japanese remake really of bewitched no way that sounds yeah. that is awesome i need i need to look it up and find actual like video of it but i learned some crunchy roll video about the origin of magical girls Leads back to Bewitched. To Bewitched. Interesting. And it's massive popularity in Japan. Oh, that's interesting. I had I had no idea. But uh, but no, this uh, this trailer uh, for Wandavision looked really good. They tease uh, lightly at characters, the the character Monica Rambeau, who uh, we saw as a little girl in Captain Marvel. She's uh, Captain Marvel's best friend's daughter. She is. Uh, and that movie took place in like the early to mid nineties or late nineties, I guess late nineties. Yeah. It was late nineties. Yeah. But it, um, you know, flash forward to today, she's a grown adult and it looks like she's going to be doing some stuff. She's a character. She's a hero in the comics as well. She was another version of captain Marvel. She changed her name to photon or hold. So it's a whole thing. Comics are weird. <laughs> the other, th- uh, character that shows up is, uh, played by Catherine Hahn, who, is uh, a really funny actress. She's shown up in a lot of the Adam McKay type movies. I know her probably best from Step Brothers. She was Will Ferrell's <laughs> brother's wife, who has a lot of hilarious scenes that I c- cannot talk about <laughs> on on the radio. <laughs> but uh, she pops up, and it is kind of lightly hinted that she is also a, a longstanding character from the Marvel comics. A character named Agatha Harkness, who was a full-blown witch, uh, like magic user, on the level of Doctor Strange, who helped train uh, Scarlet Witch in her budding actual magical abilities. More magic users, please. Yeah, more magic users, more weirdness. I'm all for it. Yeah, it looks very good, and you know, I am honestly pretty thirsty for some Marvel content. And they've been teasing these TV shows, these Disney Plus shows, for like years they have yeah since since disney plus was a twinkle in bob Iger's eye (laughs) like i can't believe we're getting a second season of mandalorian before we're getting this they still don't have a date on wandavision they don't it just says coming soon yeah well i have a feeling that is partially due to our next bit of news (laughs) with uh the marvel side of things uh marvel studios delayed all of their movies into uh deep into 2021 so black widow not until may 2021 as along with shang chi and ant-man 3 and, and black panther black 2 that's panther still on 2, the slate which that, is interesting that one's a weird one that yeah. one's interesting i don't know what they're going to do with that i hope they do the right thing and yeah. not the wrong thing 
But uh, yeah, so this is the first... 2020 is the first year since 2009 that we did not get a Marvel movie. 11 years. Wow. Let that wow. sink in. That's oh wild. God. Yeah. So Iron Man 2 will continue to be the best Black Widow movie. <laughs> For now. <laughs> uh, that is kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the Black Widow movie should have came out after Iron Man 2, to I, be honest. I agree, but <laughs> yeah, I agree. That was the best use of the character, I feel mm-hmm. like. In the, in the Avengers movies, she's cool, but they don't ever give her anything to do. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, well, we know we're going to get it sooner rather than later, and I like the idea that they are waiting until theaters open up instead of charging people $30 to see it at home for a little while. Which tells me the Mulan experiment may have backfired mm-hmm. a tiny bit. It probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably would have went better if they wouldn't have charged so much. Thirty was too much. Twenty would have been fine. Yeah, thirty is too much. They were really swinging for the fences on that one. Yeah, yeah, and and to test it with Mulan, which is probably the one of the better live action adaptations of their animated features. But it's still not, by, it's by default not going to be better than the animated version. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, and it's <laughs> not, you know. I feel like of all the things they could have done, Mulan was probably one of the easiest ones to make a live action film. So. And it'll make them the most money in China, <laughs> which is where the real Sad. money is. <laughs> yeah. I think that is the entire reason they made a, a live action Mulan, to be honest. They're just chasing that China dollar. You know, there's a part of me that's not cynical and is not <laughs> world weary that would want to argue with you, but you're probably right. <laughs> now, okay, question. Were there any ghosts in Mulan? No. Okay, well then, yeah, you're absolutely right then. Then it was 100% made for the Chinese market. And there was ghosts in the original, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Her, 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 her spirit, her grandparents... Uh, spirits showed up. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, no ghosts. Yep. Nope. The, the ancestors were the ones that were supposed to send Mushu. Right. The Chinese government historically afraid of ghosts. And skeletons. There and was skeletons. no ghosts or skeletons. There you go. Well, that, that answers that then. Just a bird witch. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, we have one more non-game news item that we want to touch on very briefly before we get into kind of the big meat and potatoes of the show so we've talked about the james gunn suicide squad movie a couple of times on the show how we've specifically talked about this character we've ta- yeah john <laughs> cena and his and his stupid toilet bowl hat um yeah so this kind of came out of nowhere uh, they announced that there's going to be an eight ish an eight issue eight episode miniseries starring john cena as the peacemaker DC Comics The Peacemaker for HBO Max in preparation for Suicide Squad. Sure. This is crazy. Also, I kind of love the ad for... (laughs) It has some expletives. But it is... It's very good. It's it's a comic book drawing of Peacemaker's face. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just says... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's Peacemaker. it's Peacemaker, except the oh no is a, is, is a bad swear word. It's a bad, bad Beep. word. And yet, yeah. And I don't want my mouth washed out with soap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but uh yeah yeah but no this is interesting it's uh i'm curious to see what they do in his mini series if it's set before suicide squad or after what other kind of characters they pull into it because uh peacemaker i'm gonna get deep deep dc comics here for a second peacemaker was originally not part of the dc comics universe he was originally created from a company called charlton comics uh, oh, that's where the Watchmen kind of kind of did. Yeah. Sort of. yeah. Yeah. So DC uh, absorbed Charlton Comics in the 80s, I think, 70s or 80s. But uh, along with Peacemaker, which they didn't really do much with, they uh, got the characters Captain Adam, the Blue Beetle, the Question, and there were a couple others, but... They were almost the main characters of Watchmen. They were almost, <laughs> yeah. They were originally slated to be the main characters of Watchmen, but then at the last minute, DC asked uh, Alan Moore to come up with original characters. So you can, he basically just kind of scribbled some lines over top of, meta, some metaphorical lines over top of the Charlton Comics characters, and Peacemaker became the comedian. And. <laughs> Uh, the question became Rorschach. He literally it, drew circles on he, top of the question. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so it would be interesting to see if James Gunn takes the Charlton Comics characters and does like a satirical take on Watchmen using using those characters. Yeah, that'd be pretty. And good. just kind of poke fun at it. Yeah, that would be great. Other DC Comics news that I forgot to put on the board. Mm. They figured out what they're doing with DC Universe. It's going to be comics. Yeah, it's for comics now, not shows. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's better. It's a better idea than the shows, to be honest, because that's what HBO Max is for. Pretty much, yeah. And they also picked up Harley Quinn for a third season like we said they wouldn't do. Yeah. That's <laughs> I, pretty exciting. <laughs> I love that they keep proving me wrong on this one. Please, <laughs> please continue to do so. It's a very good show. <sighs> oh, another DC show movie thing. I saw that Zack Snyder is reportedly going to do about $70 million worth of reshoots for the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. That's a lot of money to flush down the toilet. That's an awful lot of money to spend on a movie that was originally reported to have all of its extra scenes already shot and just needed touched up. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like the Snyder Cut didn't exist and it was all just a big ploy. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. It's you, not. It, why would you spend $70 million on a bad movie? To make it a bad miniseries. Yeah. <laughs> to make it a worse miniseries. Yeah. Look, I saw Justice League and the last thing I wanted to do was spend more time in that world. <laughs> <laughs> I am willing to let them prove me wrong. I will watch it. I will watch the Snyder Cut when it's released. I won't promise I'll watch all of it, but I will make an attempt. <laughs> That's all right. I will you know, for all of for all of you in this room and all of you at home. I I will sit through it for you. I mean, it's only fair to give it a chance, but yeah, you but can't, if it becomes torture, I'm not going to do that to myself. This this kind of breaks my rule because you can't. I've always said that you can't uh, adequately critique and make and lambast a movie until you've actually watched it. But I've already seen this one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm allowed, I think. I think it's I'm well within my rights to say that it's a bad movie and it's a waste of, of time and money. I feel 
feel like it's that that scene from Back to the Future where Marty's like, "Oh, I've seen this." <laughs> what are you talking about? This is brand new. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. All right, so hey, we have one last bit of news, and Cody, Josh, you might know more about this stuff than I do because it's it's gaming stuff. But I just like making fun of Todd Howard. <laughs> Everybody does. Everybody does. But uh, yeah, why don't you guys uh, lead this one? Okay, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Like whole hog, they bought Zenimax. The company that owns Bethesda, Bethesda, the game studio that makes your Fallout's, your Elder Scrolls, your Doom. Well, do, technically, id Software does Doom, but, but they Bethesda own them too. Owns them, yeah. Yeah. Your Wolfenstein, your your Dishonoreds. This is a big move, right? This is this is no like small acquisition kind of deal. Yeah, Bethesda is one of the largest third-party publishers, I think, in the business these days. Yeah. Now they're not a third party anymore. They are Microsoft's. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. It makes me wonder. It makes me have about a million questions. Chief among them is: Will Bethesda games go Microsoft exclusive after all of they after they get through all of their um, prior commitments? I feel like they will. I think that makes the most sense for them mm-hmm. because the X. Xbox does not have the same stable of exclusives that Sony does, or Nintendo for that matter, but nobody has the stable of exclusives Nintendo has. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is the linchpin that would give them footing in a console war, I guess. Wow. If, if that's how we're going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is a pretty big move. Yeah, yeah. This is... It's interesting, and I... Granted, I don't play a lot of the fallouts or whatever, but I've I know enough of them to know that they're broken janky messes. And well, well, the last one was the the games have a certain a level of, of polish that that's not present that is maybe present in other games of their ilk. That's true, but not but unplayably so. Not unplayably so, but there is a there is a certain level of jank when you get yeah. into a Bethesda, a Bethesda game. And a lot of that is because a, a lot of their code is very, very old. Their <laughs> engine that they build their games off of is incredibly old. I heard the other day that there are bits and pieces of code that date back to the late 90s <laughs> that they haven't changed. And, and there's some hot Morrowind code down in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was something else. It was some game I've never heard of that I just, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's... It might have been. Da- it might have might have been Daggerfall. That's that's yeah. one older than Morrowind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's going to be interesting to see what what their output is now that they have to polish things up to put that Microsoft stamp of approval on it. Will they finally be able to be allowed to go in and fix a lot of the game engine and fix a lot of the problems that I know a lot of the devs. <laughs> are aware of but have not been able to fix because as it turns out and i did some reading on this uh one of the heads of the board of directors at zenimax was always under the impression games are going to sell whether you fix it or not so just oh wow just crank them out (laughs) because they've been yeah i guess uh it wasn't todd howard but it was the other guy i forget what pete hines said in an interview that yeah every time a new fallout or a new skyrim or new whatever elder scrolls uh came out we would go to them and say hey can we have x amount of dollars to fix some of these problems and the response was always no 
they're going to sell no matter what. People are going to buy them, so just ship it. Wow. And now there's people in from Microsoft that are going to say, let's get this fixed. Yeah. And they'll have, you know, access to Microsoft resources. I'm sure they got some really great QA teams. Oh, yeah. In there. All that money. That, I mean, it cost them $7.5 billion to buy Bethesda. Yeah. Also, this means that technically the PS5 is going to have a launch title that is a Microsoft game. Yeah. Yeah. That Deathloop. Deathloop. Which looks very cool. It looks very cool. I kind of, this would be petty on a whole other level, but I, I kind of hope at the very last second, Microsoft changes the Deathloop dev team's name to Microsoft Games. Yeah. And put a, and like make their logo eerily similar to the Xbox logo. I mean. And slap an Xbox logo when you first boot up your PS5. <laughs> that would be great. The the Ori games have a Microsoft Game Studios logo on them on the Switch, I believe. Yeah. Well, Microsoft and and Nintendo are more likely to kind of play yeah play along. It's really PlayStation and and uh, Xbox that are re- the real competitors at this point. They could go Coleco Donkey Kong with it. Oh, ba- back in the day, uh, Coleco had the exclusive rights to the Donkey Kong games. mm Hmm. And uh, they released them on other consoles, but they made the other consoles versions purposely bad. Oh, jeez. To make those consoles look bad in comparison to oh, the Coleco wow. version. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. So they could just make a version of Deathloop that's purposely bad for the PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what you get for having Spider-Man only in the PlayStation 4 version of Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, haven't gotten him yet. I've still been playing that. I still don't have Spider-Man. Hmm. I started, I got uh, to Black Widow for the first time, but that's not the right Spider-themed character. <laughs> Did we ever talk about that? That they're making a Spider-Woman movie? That um, who was... Olivia Wilde? Yeah, Olivia yeah. Wilde. That Olivia Wilde was uh, tapped to direct a leading Marvel character, a female Marvel character... And it was heavily hinted that it was uh, Spider-Woman. I hope it's based on the cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Where she has a jet helicopter and nobody knows her secret identity. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and wrap things up since we are kind of at time. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can leave a message for us on the Nerd Overload hotline. Just dial 586-372-8020 and uh, leave us a message. Uh, Don't chicken out. I saw somebody did call the hotline the other day. Didn't leave a message. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Don't be that guy. You can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. It's not that bad. We're not scary. We're we're award winning. We're not scary. <laughs> or you could just email us. Oh yeah, yeah we could just email us too. Um, you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So uh, thank you again for tuning in this week, and we will be back next week. Ikan bokam. <laughs> <laughs>